On tonight's episode of Sweet Talk with Elisa, get to know more about the Bronx sweetheart herself, Elisa. Hey everyone, this is Elisa, and tonight I will be talking about no other than myself. I want everyone to get an opportunity to get to know who I am and what I'm about. So where do I begin? Well, first, I was born and raised in the Bronx here in New York, and um, I'm Guyanese and Puerto Rican. Uh, Both my parents were from two different countries, but they met in the Bronx, living in the same building. So my mom was from Guyana, which is a country in South America that's known in the West Indian community. And my father, may he rest in peace, was from Puerto Rico. I speak English only. I don't speak Spanish. I know very little of it, but if you're going to have a conversation with me, if you're Spanish speaking, not going to happen. You know, many times... I could be out shopping in the street or somewhere and someone who is of Spanish descent would talk to me in Spanish, asking me a question. And I would have to tell them basically in English, which is the language I speak, that I'm sorry, I don't understand what you're saying. Um, And then they'll question me, oh, you don't speak Spanish? And I would tell them no. Um, According to people that know me, my family, you know, I've been told that I look like my dad. And um, I look nothing like my mom. I have some of my mom's features, but everyone says I look more like my dad. Uh, Growing up, I was more accustomed to the Guyanese culture and upbringing. And my brother, I have a brother that's four years younger than me. We're both born in the same month, in the month of April, that is. My brother was more accustomed to being around my dad and his friends who were of Spanish descent, you know, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, and... You know, my brother was always surrounded by hearing them interact in Spanish. So he picked up on that and he's fluent in Spanish and English. So unfortunately for me, I didn't have the privilege of learning (laughs) how to speak Spanish. Also for the fact that my mom spoke English and my dad was bilingual, both English and Spanish. So growing up, my dad always spoke English at home. So you can't blame me for not speaking Spanish if it was never taught to me in the first place. Now... When I was a teenager, I was involved with a lot of after-school programs. Um, I started joining an after-school program when I was in the seventh grade because I needed help with homework. So there was an after-school program in my neighborhood where I lived at at the time that they offered tutoring services to help, you know, kids with homework. So I joined that program along with other programs that was like girls group and, you know, arts, computers. And, um, you know, I had an interest in computers, so I joined a computer class that was like twice a week. And then when I was in eighth grade, I joined a after school program that was based on community service for youth in the community. And from joining that program, that became one of my first jobs through summer youth. And then um, the program coordinator decided that there should be teen facilitators hired to work for the program. I was one of the very first teen facilitators and only female teen facilitator to work for this program. I was involved with the program for five years. Now, when I was about 16 years old, 
I had received this award called the Leadership Collaboration Award. This award was presented by one of the community boards in the Bronx, and I was also given a check by the New York Yankees of $500. I was nominated for this award by uh, the the co-facilitator at the time of the program, and a letter had to be sent in as to why you wanna nominate this individual. Once the letter was done, you know, I met with the co-facilitator and he sat down and spoke with me and said, you know, um, you're getting nominated for this award because of all the outstanding work you've done for the program and explained to me, you know, he had to do a letter, a recommendation. The next thing you know, I go to the program and been told that I got the award. So there was a group of people who received this award the time that I did. And the funny story was another co-facilitator from the program also got the award too, but she was much older than me. And, um, you know, I looked up to her as a role model and like a big sister because I don't have sisters. So she was like someone I considered like a sister to me, you know, for the time that I joined the program. So stay tuned in a couple of seconds. I'll come back on and talk more about myself and things that I like. Okay, so I pretty much explained what I did during my teen years. Let's fast forward going into my 20s. So in my early 20s, particularly at the age of 20, I had went to school for childcare. I had signed up for this class for childcare. The class was about six months long. I graduated with honors. I remember my dad and my grandmother um, attending the graduation ceremony, you know, to see me graduate. And that was a great day for me. And uh, a year later, I ended up getting a job for another nonprofit organization that particularly works with homeless women and children living in the shelter system here in New York. So I was working in the Bronx. All my jobs have always been in the Bronx. So this job in particular, I was working with babies up to school-aged children living in a homeless shelter. And um, I started off as a per diem, just only working whenever I was needed to work. And this particular shelter where I was working at, you know, the head teacher at the time, she noticed how the kids were interacting with me. They were very social. You know, they always get happy when they see me. You know, I love kids. I'm always showing them love. I'm always playing with them, reading books, coloring, playing with toys, doing whatever I can just to make them happy. And um, next thing you know, I get interviewed for a job position that was full-time assistant teacher. And I got the job, which meant greater benefits and a increase in my salary. So I was with this job for about four years. And then maybe about two years later, I ended up working at a church in the Bronx for after school program. I was a teacher for an after school program. I was working with school age kids. I had my own classroom and I was given a certain amount of students. I think I had less than 10 students in my class. I would help them with their homework. I would give them assignments. Uh, they had computer class. They had recess. You know, I either go to the gym or play in the backyard of the church in the playground. You know, then they were given supper at like five o'clock in the evening. And then six o'clock was dismissal. And then probably by 6.15, I would leave and go home. So I was working at the church for about two years. Um, and unfortunately, fact is they never called me to return back to work. And at that time, I ended up having my son. 
So my son was more important. So I was like, you know what? They never called me to return to work. Screw it. <laughs> I'm going to stay home and take care of my baby. And uh, that was the last time I pretty much worked. And, um, you know, being a stay-at-home single mom, you know, it's not easy. Especially me being a mom of a child with special needs. It's like every month I constantly have appointments to go to, you know, for my son. He has to get certain tests done. You know, I have to go to his school for meetings. It's not easy. It's commitment. It's dedication to do everything you can to make sure everything is good with your child. So I have no complaints about being a stay-at-home mom or a single mom. I'm happy with my life. I love my son, and I'll make sure I fight tooth and nail for that boy. So on that note, I'll be right back, and when I return, I will get into the more fun stuff, talk about things I like to do for fun, and maybe things that I don't like. So if you're just tuning in, I'm basically talking about myself tonight. You know, I want people to get to know who I am and what I'm about. So I pretty much explained my upbringing, what I did during my teen years, what I did for work in my 20s, leading up to me being a mom, a single stay-at-home mom at that. And now let's talk about the fun stuff. Let's talk about things I like to do for fun. So what I like to do for fun, pretty much listen to music every day and um, I watch TV, you know, the certain shows on TV, reality TV shows or certain other shows that I like to watch. Um, what else can I say? I like watching movies. I like going to the movies. I used to play video games when I was younger. I haven't played video games in so long. Um, I, I like playing laser tag. I haven't done that in such a long time. Bowling. You know, I do like to travel, whether it's local or out of the city. And I haven't traveled in so long. So, uh, you know, I know it's hard being a single mom. You know, it's hard to travel whenever I want to. You know, that's impossible. I have to make sure that, you know, there's an accommodation that my son will be taken care of so I can be able to go out to travel or even if it's somewhere local, you know, I just want to make sure that he's good and taken care of so I can be able to do whatever I wanted to do as far as traveling goes. Um, I would love to go back to Florida, go back to Walt Disney World. I went there right before I started the eighth grade with my grandmother. She took me there with her and I had fun. The weather was beautiful, sunny, warm. We went in the summertime. I went to Walt Disney World. I got to see Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse at one point and, um, I didn't get the chance to go to SeaWorld or Universal Studios, so I would love to go back to Florida and go to the places that I've never gone before. Um, what else can I tell you guys? I'm a bargain shopper, so if there's a sale going on or if I have coupons for whatever store, I'll take advantage of that if I need to get something that's important. I just don't shop because I want to shop. I shop if I need something, either for myself or for my son. And... Um, I'm always pampering myself every month. I always go to the nail salon at least twice a month, get my nails done, get my pedicure, get my eyebrows threaded. <laughs> and um, I recommend eyebrow threading for you girls that want to make your eyebrows look good and look on fleek. Get threading done because waxing will damage your skin. And oh my gosh, 
I started waxing my eyebrows when I was in the fifth grade, going up to the age of 27. I would never wax again. Like, all those years of waxing when I started young, the ladies that waxed my eyebrows, I used to have thick eyebrows when I was younger, and the women who used to wax my eyebrows took so much extra hair off my eyebrows, which was unnecessary, that my eyebrows became extremely thin as I got older. So I recently started microblading my eyebrows about a year ago. I found this spot in the Bronx through Instagram. And um, the person who did my microblading, uh, she actually microbladed a former TV reality star from VH1's Love & Hip Hop. Uh, what's her face? Kim Bella. I noticed that on the Instagram page, I'm like, she did her eyebrows? That's crazy. And... There was another girl from the show that actually went to this salon to get her pedicure done where I got my eyebrows microbladed. I forgot her name. I can't think of it right now. But um, it was pretty cool. So I'm happy with the way my eyebrows look now. They look fuller. They're not as crazy thin as they were naturally. But I got to take care of myself. You know, like I said in a previous episode about life as a single parent, you got to take care of yourself. I know you got to take care of your kids too, but you got to take care of yourself. Make sure you're good. Make sure you're happy and content. You know, it don't hurt to make yourself look beautiful or make yourself look handsome. You got to make sure you're good. Now, what other things I like to do? I like to cook. I like to bake cakes. You know, I buy those cake mixes that they sell in the supermarket. I bake them at home. Um... Hanging out with friends as much as I can. I mean, I really haven't hung out with my friends because everybody's schedule was crazy. You know, people can't find a babysitter. But stay tuned. After the next few seconds, I'll continue talking about my likes. So I'm talking about things that I like. I pretty much mentioned a lot. I didn't mention that I like Moscato. Particularly white Moscato. Sparkling Moscato is my favorite. Um, there's a brand that I like that makes flavored Moscato. I like the coconut and pineapple flavor, which is pretty good. And then there's another brand that I forgot the name of it. It's like in a blue bottle and the label on the bottle looks like a map. It is a map actually. So that's one of my favorite Moscatos. One of my best friends actually bought it last year when I had a little get together for my son's birthday. You know, she bought the bottle, brought it over to my house. And I loved it. So I know for my birthday this year or even Valentine's Day, I'm going to spoil myself with that bottle of Moscato. <laughs> Shoot, why not? <laughs> I don't drink like that. So, you know, I'm very creative. I like to create different alcoholic drinks, um, even desserts. If I buy stuff in the supermarket, I like to create different things at home. Now, let me think of stuff that I don't like. I don't like sushi. I tried it about two years ago, did not like it. I was disgusted by it, and I like my food cooked thoroughly. So for those of you who eat sushi, props to you. But for me, no way, Jose. I don't like fake people, and what I mean by fake is people who are two-faced. They act one way in front of your face and the opposite behind your back. I don't got time for that. You know, I had to cut out a lot of people from my life who were that way, and honestly, there were some people who pretty much eliminated themselves from my life without me even knowing do I care no it's just more of the negativity just going out the door and that's that 
I'm a positive person. I could have gone through hell and back, but still would see the positive outlook in things. And that's just how I live my life. It's like I'm too blessed to be stressed. You know, I have my son to focus on for the rest of my life. And as long as he's happy, I'm happy. You know, as long as I'm taking care of myself as a woman, you know, as far as health, pampering myself, making myself look all pretty and cute for me, that's all that matters to me. So do I care what other people think? No, because they're not supporting me in what I do. They're not telling me what I can and cannot do because they're not the boss of me. I am the boss of me. Is there other things that I don't like? Yeah. I don't like cigarettes. I don't like smoking. I don't smoke at all. Only the exception of hookah. It has to be flavored hookah. If it's like at a lounge or something and I'm with my girls, that's the only exception. But I don't like being around people that smoke because I cannot stand the smell of cigarettes and whatever else you're smoking. Because, yeah, I know people smoke some other stuff too. And that's just a total turn off. I don't like the smell. I don't like it on my clothing. I don't want to come home to my child smelling a certain way and it's disgusting and it's not healthy. Like, no. If you're going to smoke, do that on your own time. Do it away from me. Don't do it around me. Um, I don't judge people who smoke, but it's just my preference. I don't like to be around that environment, people smoking. Just do it away from me. <laughs> and then we'll talk later. Um, hmm, what else can I talk about? So... There's one more thing I want to talk about, so stay tuned, and I'll be right back. Alright, so I'm about to wrap this up, but before I do, I just want to quickly talk about why I created my podcast, Sweet Talk with Delisa. So first off, back in high school, I've always had a fascination on working in the media arts. Whether it's with TV or radio. I used to watch MTV TRL after school all the time. Seeing Carson Daly and other VJs hosting the show. And talking to all these celebrities and musicians. I thought it was a fun job to have. Especially it was done here in New York. With radio, I used to listen to Hot 97, 103.5 KTU, Z100, Power 105.1. I was always fascinated by hearing the voices on the radio. Because some people sounded funny, some sounded a little serious, and some just sounded cool. To, like, you could be friends with them. So, uh, also, I did a lot of outreach phone calls with my first job, which was in the community service program that I was in for five years. Whether it's getting information about something or doing over-the-phone interview. And, um, you know, some of the guys I spoke to on the phone, they always complimented me on my voice. They're like, oh, you sound very professional, you have a very lovely voice, and... I hope to hear from you again soon. I'm like, okay. Back then, I'm like, they don't even know what I look like. They hear my voice, but they don't know what I look like. This was before I even had internet or computer. <laughs> so now, what gave me the extra push that I needed to create my podcast was no other than Zach Neal. Zach Neal is the co-owner and creator of Beetle House. And I mentioned him in a previous episode called Fangirl Moment on my podcast. Uh, you know, he had posted something on Instagram about a Q&A segment. People can ask him questions about anything and that he'll answer them. So I took that as an opportunity for me to ask him questions. And that was it. 
I asked him what made him come up with the idea of creating Beetle House. And then there was a FedEx situation. He went through some crazy shit with FedEx. Oh my God. <laughs> it just stressed me out just hearing it because I've had bad experiences in the past with FedEx and other delivery carriers. Ridiculous, man. So after I wrote him the messages on Instagram, he responded back to me the same day. And I'm like, holy shit. He actually wrote back to me. So I wrote back to him saying thank you. And I didn't expect to get a response. And then he replied back saying he always answers, you know, messages. I said, that's great to hear and great to know. So then um, I tried listening to the podcast on my son's iPad. I wasn't really paying attention. I was trying to fast forward to see if he goes to my part with my questions because he said he was absolutely going to answer my questions on his podcast. So I ended up listening to the podcast on my phone. And let me tell you, when he said my name, well, my Instagram name, because he didn't know my name was Elisa back then. (laughs) I was freaking out. As soon as I heard my Instagram name, I said, oh my God, he said my name. He said my name. Oh my God, I can't believe this. And he answered my questions in detail. Very informative. And um, Zach also has his own podcast called Misfits of Industry. So you can actually hear him answer my two questions on his podcast. And let me tell you, from listening to his podcast, Zach sounds like the type of guy that's straightforward to the point don't give a fuck speaks from the mind speaks from the heart type of guy and that's the type of people I like to interact and socialize with because my friends are the same way too the ones that I know (laughs) and have so I actually wrote back to Zach letting him know the day after I heard the podcast the part where he answered my questions that because of him and because I you know had a thing in high school of working in the media arts that I ended up creating my own podcast And I sent him the link. He heard my fangirl moment episode and he replied back to me saying, thanks for the love. And I so appreciate that. So, you know, it's unbelievable what what can happen in your life when you least expect it. So if it wasn't for him giving me that extra push that I needed to make my podcast, I would have never had a podcast at all. So thank you, Zach Neal, for giving me the push that I needed to make my podcast if you're listening. And thanks to everyone out there who's taken the time to listen to my podcast. I appreciate it. I appreciate all the love and support from my friends. And until next time, take care, everyone, and have a good night.